You have to tell the truth on Sunday, especially in the house. But man, we can get caught up in our emotions sometimes, and our emotions can, it'll stop the rest of the day. For some of us, man, I've seen some of us, it stop for a year, two. For some, they never break free of it. They live in it. Come on, you probably got friends or family that you know it's because, yeah, they went through something. Yeah, they had a hard time. And their emotions, it it was an overbearing emotion they couldn't break. And it was like a black cloud that hung over their life. And they don't give you reasons why they can't break out of it because I can give you reasons why you can. They give you excuses of why they're not. Well, you don't understand or you've not been there. Well, you didn't have... Come on. Y'all ain't had that conversation either? Your friends or your family just looked at you and said, you don't, you have no idea what I went. Oh, boy, we bold in that statement, ain't we? Because we need to make excuses for ourselves to justify our wrongdoings. That's called self-righteousness. Bad, 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 bad. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Joshua. Let's go to Joshua. We're, we're still in this series of we've not gone this way before. We've not passed this way before. Whatever it is, I forget to see. I just know we ain't been there yet. <laughs> Maybe that's what we ought to name it. It's easier for a little old redneck to remember that. We ain't been there yet. But this morning I want to talk to you out of a subject caught off guard. How many of you know if you've never been there? It's easy to get caught off guard. And sometimes we don't get, well, let me, let me do, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I want to. Joshua chapter 7. And what we're, we're going to review this account with AI. And, uh. God gave me some pretty good stuff this morning on this and rewrote some stuff yesterday. I came in yesterday and I sat down and I got on track. And uh, I didn't stay to finish it, I just got on track. And I left. And I knew where I wanted to go this morning. I knew where I felt that God was taking us this morning, so I came back in. Every once in a while, i got to let God sleep on it, <laughs> make sure it's what he wants to do before I put too much time into it, because yeah. sometimes he changes them. I'm joking. But I came back in this morning, and it was as if I didn't leave yesterday. It picked right back up, and it kept flowing. So I was like, okay, this is the word this morning. So chapter 7, I'm going to start at verse 1. I've got a few notes, and, but I like my highlighter better, I think. But it says, But the children of Israel committed a trespass regarding the accursed things. For Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took 
of the accursed things. All those names, Achan done something. So the anger of the Lord burned against the children of Israel. Now Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is beside Beth-Avon, on the east side of Bethel, and spoke to them, saying, Go up and spy out the country. Now, sending out spies wasn't an unusual thing. They have, they've done this before. So the men went up and they spied out Ai, and they returned to Joshua and said to him, the spies that he sent came back to him and said to him, do not let all the people go up, but let about two or 3,000 men go up and attack Ai. Do not weary all the people, for, for the people of Ai are a few. This was a small city. So about 3,000 men went up, went up from there from the people, or went up there from the people, but they fled before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai struck down about 36 men. For they chased them from before the gate as far as Shebarim. Y'all see how I slow down on some of these words, right? And I still don't know if they write. And struck them down on the descent. Therefore, the hearts of the people melted and became like water. Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell to the earth on his face before the ark of the Lord until evening, he and the elders of Israel. And they put dust on their heads. This was just a sign of mourning. And Joshua said, Alas, Lord God, why? Have you brought this people over the Jordan at all? God, why did you even, what did you bring us over here for? To deliver us into the hand of the Ammonites? To destroy us? God, why did you give me this anyway? To kill me? God, why did you do this? To hurt me? God, why did you even bring this one? To leave me? God, why did... Oh, that we had been content <laughs> and dwelt on the other side of the Jordan. Somebody talked about this last week in your house to your friends. Somebody said, I wonder why I just couldn't have been content just left alone where I was. I mean, after all, it wasn't as bad as it is now. I mean, at least then I knew, oh, Lord, what shall I say when Israel turns its back before its enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear it. They're going to hear about it. God, we already know they're going to hear about it. Jericho's already told us that they heard of what God had done for us at the Red Sea and at the Jordan and their hearts melted in them and now that's why the city is shut up. Nobody coming in, nobody going to, because they've already heard what God has done for us and now, oh boy. <laughs> God, what am I going to tell my family now? Now. 
You put it on my heart. You told me I'm doing it. And I profess that I'm doing it because you told me. And now, God, what am I going to tell them now? Just hang on, I'll tell you. They're going to hear about it and surround us. God, they're going to hear, they're going to talk about me. They're going to tell all my friends. They're going to tell the people in the church. (laughs) I'll stay out your kitchen for a minute. For they have, whoop, sorry. Then, then. What will you do for your great name? Some of y'all act like you ain't been this bold before. God, you said, now, now, God, what are you going to do now to save your name? You you put... You have put this whole circumstance out before men and women. And now look. We done this in your name because you told us. I'm talking to the Christian now. I've done it because, God, I've been doing this because you told me to do this. Now this ain't happening. Now what you gonna do? Y'all ain't never done that? Lying up in church again. That's twice on a Sunday. (laughs) Twice on a Sunday. See, I keep tabs. God don't. (laughs) Let's talk about this for a minute. Being caught off guard. How many of you know that when you go to pass by unfamiliar territory, you shouldn't go in with the tactics of familiarity. Let me help you. See, the Israelites, y'all remember now, they just come away from Jericho. Jericho was big and bad. Big, great walls. Man, this was going to be the fight of a lifetime. And God told them as something as simple as just don't even say nothing, just walk around the city, blow the trumpets, make a loud sound, it's going to drop. And that's how it happened. Well, they took the land of familiarity. Well, if God done it there, And he did. He'll do it here. And he will. Problem number one. He ain't going to do it the same way every single time. Oh, if he defeats your battle this time like he done the last time, now you think you got him pegged. So you go ahead and do your life. Do your way. Have it your way. (laughs) Like Burger King, right? Have it your way. And then 
and you expect God to go ahead and just pull you right on out of there like you done the last time. See, the last time you went through all kinds of hell in your life, and it caused all kinds of chaos in your life, broken families, lost jobs, bankruptcy, illnesses. I mean, it, it jacked your whole world upside down. And God just miraculously came in and said, no, that was the enemy. Here, it's all back to you. And it was like easy. You look back and you go, wow. So you're going through life again. Well, uh-oh, you decide that you're going to make another decision based on the understanding or based on your experience of the last time, saying to yourself, well, you know, we can't really afford it, but we'll do it anyway because, you know, my buddy, my buddy has a bike. I'm just picking. My buddy has a bike. I'm going to get a bike. Mama said, uh-uh. We got to go the other way first. Well, we'll be fine. And we do it, and uh-oh, we're home because we said, well, even if I mess it up this time, God will come back. We base a lot of our life decisions based on the last experience. Here's Israel marching around Jericho. Man, the walls drop. They said, check that out. If that's God, we done. We're good. Ain't nothing else going to happen to us. We're good. And they come up on this little city Ai, just a little fortress that was positioned between some mountains. Small. And instead of Joshua going to God, he goes to the spies that tell lies. <laughs> he went to the spies and said, go up and check them out. Come back and let me know what you got. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to send something out before you and let's test the waters. Let's check it out. Let's see. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying you better not base your decision on what you perceive Come on, I, look, this is almost like a Wednesday. But instead, we'll go out there and we'll, we'll play the game and we'll say, well, I wonder what he's doing. Uh-oh, inflation's eating us up. So we go to somebody that's investing into the secular community or IRAs or 401s. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's... So we go to them. What, what, what are you doing, man? What are, you, what are you doing? I know everybody's losing money now. What are, you, what are you doing? Well, we took our money and we just ran. We, we pulled ours out now because we know. And instead of you consulting God, you go pull yours right along with everybody else. I'm not, I'm not telling... Listen... This is not a finance 101 class. This ain't, this is your, it's your job, not mine. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't even like paying taxes much. Let's talk about them. 
But because they bailed, you bailed. Little did you know, if you would have went to God and talked to God first, God had a plan. God said, hey, here's the deal. This is a bump in the road. It's going to be overnight. And you're going to be able to triple what you have if you hang on. Anybody ever invested in IRAs before? I, I ain't going to put Tommy's business out there, but I'm just telling you. You don't look at that stuff every week. That stuff will cause you to lose your hair. And that ain't why I lost mine. <laughs> but you can be set up. And God can go, look, man, that was your financial breakthrough. You've been praying for this for like 25 years. I want to be financially independent, God, so that I can feed homeless. Right? And you're doing it for the right reasons. You got the heart for it. And you keep praying for it, praying for it, praying for it. And because of what everybody else, what, 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 what took place in the popular That's the way you chose to go. Well, now guess what? When the popular falls, so do you. And God said, if you'd have just held on to it, the money that you had in there, we could have bought three times as much. And now look at what it's worth. But because you went out, now you got to come back in. Now you got to pay three times. Now you got to pay three times as much. So you come back into the game with less than what you had when you left. Come on. Uh, I'm trying to give you some good practical stuff. And Israelites, Joshua, Joshua. The one that God came up to and said, here's the deal. I will be with you as I was with Moses. Look, man, that's, you don't understand. You ain't never walked in that shoe with him. So it's kind of hard to understand what it must have been like for God to say, you've been around Moses. You watched what I took Moses through. You've seen how I protected Moses. I'll do the same for you. Tell me your chest ain't blow up right there. Huh? Now, I used to serve Moses. See, I used to wash Moses' hands before he ate. Come on. Y'all don't get servitude. I, <laughs> I went and done all this for Moses and seen what God done for him. And now God's going to tell me that he's going to have somebody wash my hands. But somewhere along the line, Joshua decided that it was a good thing to take what had happened at Jericho and bring it to Ai. Send the spies. They sent the spies again. Go in and take the land. They went in. <laughs> Uh-oh, they got caught off guard. wonder how many of you have gotten into something and you wasn't really expecting what took place when it took place. It was done with a good, maybe even a clear mind, a good heart. It, maybe you've done all the things right according to your perception and your understanding, but it wasn't right. Isaiah 
58. Your ways, that's verse 8 and 9 if you need it. Your ways are not my ways. See, I can remember some of that stuff. Glory, hallelujah. Your ways are not my ways. Or your thoughts are not my thoughts. My ways nor your ways. As high as the mountains or as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways above yours. I mean, we listen, Dirk. Are you getting this? Man, we, we've got to stop going to the popular belief. What's everybody else doing? Doesn't matter. God's got a different call on your life. God's got a different destiny that he wants to involve you in. You can't do it like she does it and be okay with it because you're going to fall and it's going to hurt. We'll make our decisions based off of what everybody else done in their life. Well, and see, I can, we can talk this stuff from experience, can't we? Let's, let's, let's give them a little wisdom. Well, if it was mine, I'd tell him. Well, if she, I would have kicked. But they aren't yours. So shut up. We make decisions. We should be led led by the Spirit. Can't be led by everybody else. And Joshua wants to take the word of some spies that he sent over. Never once in Scripture did it say he went to God until after he found a hiccup. Then when he experienced, come on, that's, just, that's your life. You don't talk to God until you got a problem. <laughs> See, there goes one right there. She said, <laughs> you can't get up in the middle of my sermon. Well, I'll put a tag right on your back. Right? We're all guilty. And I mean, he, Joshua, we're talking about Joshua. We're not talking about one of the elders in the camp. We're talking about Joshua, God's right-hand man at that moment. I can almost say that theologically correct. Joshua, Yeshua, Joshua was a foreshadow of Jesus. Never mind. Anyway. Got to be careful. <laughs> right? Be careful. We're talking about Joshua. As my kids like to say, the red phone. Joshua could have picked up the red phone and called God and said, Hey, what you want me to do, Pops? Daddy, what you got in store? Which way you want me to go? How do you want me to do this? Y'all remember when David, man, when David was fighting battle, do I go? You ain't going to go this way this time. You're going to do it this way this time. Go and position up and listen for the sound. When you hear the wind or the chariots sounding like chariots come up, then you go. You can't do it the same way every single time. See, when we do things the same way every time, people can pattern us then. 
There's some of you, man, you get on the phone and talk to me, I automatically know where you're going. Because you go every time. Better change your pattern. Listen to me. How do you expect to be restored if you're going to keep revisiting that which you're trying to break free from? I mean, what happens? When every time that God gives you a breakthrough moment, God set the stage per se. I said, listen, all you have to do is this. And you go, well, the last time it didn't happen. So I'm going to try something different. Maybe, maybe Christine or maybe Billy or, or maybe Dawn. Maybe kept some, somebody else might have a different thing for me this time because the pastor told me this, and he's told me this 12 times, and it ain't worked. Because you ain't followed through the first step the first time. And then you want to come and sit in front of me. And then you want to start blaming God. Yes, you will. I'm telling you everything that was written here was written for our learning. Sometimes I think it was written for you before you done what they did. And God just trying to show you again. And that's just what's happening right here, right now. Man, I'm, this is good because I'm sweating already. And Joshua said, okay, let's just send up 3,000. And he sent 3,000. How many of you know when God gives you armor, he expects you to wear it? How about it? It doesn't say impart the armor of God. Does it? It says the put on the whole the whole arm. Why? Because you've not gone this way before. You've not. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man. What he has planned for you. You've not gone this way. None of y'all have been to heaven yet. None of and I'm not talking about over oh, in the glory land. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being in heaven. When you walk and you're in alignment with heaven and what you call it is. We've not been that way before. The church has not been that way before. And God is trying to prepare us. He's trying to let us know that how we've been doing it, it's not going to work. It's only going to take you to the point that it can take you. Everything else beyond that or outside of that is up to him. I'm not going to give you a million dollars of my money if you can't budget your own fifteen. I ain't got a million. I got it in glory. <laughs> Call those things that aren't as if they were. If two or more should lay hands on any one thing in the grave. See, I can, I get religious with you, baby. I quote them with you. 
We'll quote until we go hoarse. Doesn't mean it's going to take place. See, you've got ooh, teaching moment. God's not held accountable to your, your ways or your thought process in his scripture. You can quote scripture all day, but if you're quoting it for the benefit of you, we, we've gotten, somehow we've gotten this thing twisted up that everything that God does in our life is for us. We're learning. We're learning. Oh, we're learning the hard way. Kevin, sometimes it hurts the big toe, the little toe at 2 o'clock in the morning on the bed. Sometimes it hurts when we have to learn. This ain't about you, little Susie. Little Johnny, this ain't got nothing to do with you. God's just trying to prepare a vehicle that he can bless someone else. See, God's not about my ministry. Oh, there's a dangerous word. What about me? Y'all been there? Raise your hand with me. Tell them. Tell them you have. So that, see, when you raise your hand, everybody else raised there. Y'all just say that. I don't want to go by myself. That's why you're hanging out with the popular. You want to know why most divorced people hang out with divorced people? Because they're all speaking the same language. Come on, church. Somebody just come on up in here and sit down. Let's talk a minute. If your husband ain't acting right, you hang out with people that got husbands that ain't acting right. Why? Because y'all talking the same junk. Wanting your husbands to fail. You're so stupid. He's the priest of your home. You should want that man to prosper in ways that are beyond recognition. Why? Because the oil flows down, baby. You men, y'all ain't no different. Talking about your wife. My wife gone. My wife gone. My wife, well, pick up. Don't talk about them unless you plan on getting in the middle of it. We have to learn to figure, we got to figure this thing out somewhere. We have, man, can you imagine how disappointed God is to have to give the same message to you every day? He's mad at you. I would be. Just because I would be don't mean that he would be. I'll correct myself. You ain't got to correct me. He'll take care of that. We got past the first note there. I ain't got the three pages of them notes like that. So I'm just going to get it together, then we're going to talk about it. Then we'll go to the next one. Joshua waits to hear. And they come back and they tell him, just send 3,000. It's a small city. They don't, see, Ai didn't have the prowess as Og did on the east side of the Jordan. They didn't have all their stuff together. They wasn't as talented and as gifted. 
They weren't as big as Jericho. So in the human eye, it sounded right. There's no need to send a million. Let's let them rest. We just come out of Jericho. Let them rest. Just send 3,000. Get the young ones because the old ones need some rest. Get the young, send them out there. And they got their butt handed to them. They got spanked, chased out, and 36 men died. Can I tell you a little bit about the small things in life that catch you off guard? Oh, boy, this is good right here. Because you chose to put in part the armor of God. You just took your faith shield. You just took your faith shield because you trust God so much. You have so much belief in God. All you needed, I wish I had a shield. All you wanted was a shield. That's all you needed for this fight. I'm going to take the shield. And you forgot that when you got in there, there might have been a couple swords thrown. Uh Uh-oh, left mine. So we retreat. See, some of the problems that you're facing in your life right now are small. They're, They're small things. And you even recognize them as small things, but you have prepared even less. Now you walk into this small thing thinking, well, all I got to do is just go. If I just go in there with my face shield, it's over. If I just take the sword, I'm good. If I just get the, the, the sandals of peace, if I, if I just take care of that, then everything will be fine when I get in. And you go in and it caught you off guard and it chases your little fanny. Back down the road. And on the way in your retreat, because 3,036 really isn't a high number. Most cases, that would be kind of victorious that that many survived. Agree? But there were 36 men that died, a small amount. How many of you know it only takes a small amount of you to die to destroy your life? Oh, can you just imagine this with me? As they're running, and the first soldier dies, and the first soldier was your pride. The second soldier died, that was your hope. It's just little things, Dawn. That's not, that's not, I mean, after all, you're still living. The third soldier died, it was your your faith. I mean, you still got you, you still have your whole life ahead of you. After all, you're still alive. You're still living. Oh, can I go here? The last, the last little circumstance that you fled from, it nipped you in the back and it took. It took trust. Oh, oh, it killed trust. Well, God, being as gracious as he is, reintroduces you to someone or puts something else back on your plate or opens up your house and gives you something. God reintroduces you to a point in your life again, another season where you need trust. 
And because trust got killed on the way out of the small thing, you react differently here. When you need, when you need trust the most, you just can't seem to get it up. It just will not come to the surface. And that opportunity also fails. Man, your hope, you would hope the last one was the, was the one Oh, but because you entered into that such a small thing like marriage. We just married because they look good. Thank you for being honest. Gosh, I wish all of y'all would step up to the plate and say that. That's your number one attraction. Ooh, mama. <laughs> Never mind, stop. I'm going to have to put her on the back row. Never once did we talk to God about it. But you got the right one, baby. She all of it and a bag of chips. My eye candy. Did I hear that? It sounded like sizzling. That's a hot thing. But because that one didn't work out, the next one's got to be the same. So you treat the next one as the last one. That's what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get you to hear me. Quit treating your next battle as the last one. Because the defeat factor in this one's going to be different than the last one. This one, you're going to have to take a sword. You just can't walk around the walls. You better, you better, somebody better make sure their guard is up. Don't you drop your guard because there's a battle of brewing. Oh, it's a small one, though, Billy. Don't worry about it. We got this. I hear you talking to her. I hear you. Baby, that's a small thing. I mean, it's a little thing. Listen, don't, don't worry about it. It's a, it's a little thing. So we have a tendency not to focus on it as much, to pay attention to it, and that little thing just crept in. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. We need to rethink this. Run! <laughs> and on our way out, there's a little nip. I don't say it often, but this is so good because I'm getting something. And we wonder why we fall into such a trap in our life because we took it upon ourselves to allow somebody else. Oh, okay, okay, God, got you. Joshua didn't even see it. He didn't even lay his eyes on it. He allowed what other people saw. Woo! 
what would you do if it was your husband? Tell me. Tell me what you would do. <laughs> huh? Right? You got to be careful coming here. But we'll, won't we do it? Come on, won't, 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 you, won't you pick up the phone and make a phone call and ask somebody else what they did? How'd that work out for you? You better stop using people for direction and start using them for confirmation in some cases. If you know you heard it from God, that better be what you're hearing out of somebody's mouth. If it's not what, they, what you're hearing out of their mouth and you know you heard it from God, you better run. Quit relying on other people. They've not gone where you're going. And you're constantly on the phone and you want to talk to all the other religious leaders. What you doing? Oh boy, I got spanked on this one. <clears throat> what y'all experiencing? What's going on? What y'all doing? How many, what? Hey, Joshua. Oh, listen, I'm preaching, I'm preaching with you, not at you. I'm saying right beside, trust me, right beside you, getting smoked. How can you relate what I'm doing on what somebody else has experienced? What? Did you just? Well, you better put the phone down. Yes, sir. That reminds me. We've all gone there. We've all been there. We've all done that. And we end up in a circumstance that we never would have had to experience if only we would have turned and went to God first and asked God about it. We trust the news and the who and the CDC over the Bible. If I didn't think that voting was a, a right that I had, I probably wouldn't do it. It's the small things in your life that can cause you to retreat. But it's the small things, man, that can be so devastating. Well, I tried. I tried the church. This is for them on the on the thing. I I ain't talking to y'all. I'm talking to Facebook and YouTube, whatever else Tommy and them's got. I'm talking to them. I tried the church thing once. It didn't work for me, so I don't go back. Oh, you might have tried the church thing. You tried it based off everybody else. <laughs> Woo! Wait a minute. Or you went to the danger zone and you said, what about me? Let me, let, me, let me clue you in if you're looking for a church. Can I talk to you? If you're looking for a church, let me talk to you just a second. Okay? I ain't trying to single you out. I'm just asking you a question. Or I'm just giving you some good advice. Don't let the first thing come out your mouth, what you got from me. Me is dangerous. You trying to please you? What? 
Oh, you can ask those questions the same way, just different, different style questions. How long does the pastor preach? <laughs> y'all don't think I hear y'all. I hear y'all. I just ain't listening, but I hear you. He only sent 3,000 men. Boy, this is one of them practice, need to practice what you preach messages right here. Because in chapter 1, he preached a different sermon. Let me rewind you. Remember when the other two tribes was given their portion of their land? And they said, well, we don't want to go to battle. We're just going to hang out. We've already got the land that we were promised. They were in the promised Oh, How many of you know some of you living in the promised land on this side of the Jordan, and you're trying to get to the other side of the Jordan, and your promised land ain't even over there. You're trying to get somebody else's stuff. You better stay in your lane. Better read that word. <laughs> Woo, that was a good one. I'll put that in my pocket. But he told them, you can't rest until your brothers have gotten the land they were promised. This is jo Joshua is preaching this sermon to all the other tribes. Here's the deal. You can't stop fighting yet. Just because you're in your blessing don't mean that you have the authority or should you have the audacity to not worry about the battles in other people's lives. Oh, you're set, man, living it up. We get so sucked up on us, it's sickening. I don't want to eat asparagus, but because it's them... And wouldn't you know the Bible says taste and see. <laughs> Come on, I wish I had somebody help me preach this morning. He preached that sermon. I said, you can't give up. Not until everybody else has reached. And then he decided that he was going to swing and go to the popular vote. Look where it got him. Practice what you preach, Joshua. Come on, y'all. Look, I ain't going to mention no names, Lisa, or nothing, but practice what you preach, preacher. How many of you know sometimes, that, sometimes that'll stick if you ain't careful? Man, it's always, sweetheart, listen, it's always easy for somebody to give you a message to help you out of your stuff. But watch the tree that you're standing beside and see if there's fruit. I ain't standing beside a tree for so long that ain't going to feed me. <laughs> he said, I'm the bread of life. He's the tree. 
Yes, he is the tree. Can I take you back to Elijah? Him and his little lonesome broom tree. You know anything about broom trees in the desert? They, grow, they grew in groves, not by themselves. They reproduced themselves. They provided shelter in the storms. They, they provided shade from the heat. From the heat. That's what he does. He provides you shelter from the heat. You don't have to go to hell. He is the tree. Where are you going? See, see what happened, man, boy, you know, you know the cooking's getting right, baby, when people start running out the kitchen. Got the skillet, some good old stir fry this morning, huh? I bet you, bet you taste good with some asparagus on the side. Come back, see us now, you hear? <laughs> I can do that with him. Well, everybody else just, they, I seen people grab their seat, they just sit still. <laughs> they said, I, I got to go to the bathroom, but I am not. <laughs> Can we all just be in a moment of silence for those... <laughs> Y'all better be glad my mind is like a pinball machine because that stuff don't bother me. I'm going right back to preaching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we talked about your pride getting hurt. And we talked about your blessings. After we've gone through all of that, And now we're in a, state, in a state of being distraught and our feelings are hurt and our life is just in disarray. Now we go to God. And don't you know, see, I love the Bible because God's got some bad dudes in that word. I mean some bad boys. Speak rain, it rains. I'm, their bones land on people and bring them back to life. I'm talking about he has some bad dudes. And don't you know that he's showing me their fallacies? He's talking to me about Joshua, the one that's got it together, the one that took the reins. Don't you know that Moses had a big old line of horses? Hold. Moses was a bad dude. Tell him. Tell him, all he had to do was raise a staff. He could smack a rock and get water out of it. I bet you can't. So I'm talking about bad dudes, right? And Joshua goes back, and the first thing that Joshua wants to talk to about, talk to God, is about why God ain't do. Well, I can just see God. See, y'all don't have the imagination. I got it. Check this out. I can see God. Joshua run back up in the throne room with him, right? And say, God, now wait a minute. What did you, why did you bring us over here? And God said, hang on a minute. Let me see where I said that. And he flipped him through his calendar. 
Come on, I'm going through some of y'all's life right now. You ask God why, and God's looking. Is everybody back in here now? Check this out. And God said, I didn't tell you to do that. And this is Joshua. I can only imagine, man, I have a hard time leading 30, 40, 50 people because y'all stress me out. I'm joking. <laughs> but he's got millions. A million plus people. And he is leading them under the direction of the almighty God. And for some reason or another, I, I know what it was. It's because that parent that having issues with their baby on the disciplinary side come in and distracted him that day when he was he was getting ready to. He was just he was about to ask God, God, what you want us to do with AI? He was about to ask that, and one of the congress come running in, dragging <laughs> their baby. Billy. <laughs> I mean, look like he was beat over all day long, like, dragging it, baby. <laughs> Pastor. <laughs> Pastor, man, I'm getting ready to pray. What you want? Man, this dude is drinking Clorox. Man, I love how he gives me stuff. I do. See, y'all can be dull and be a bunch of prunes. And all I got to do is talk to God. He make me laugh, make me smile. The joy of the Lord is my strength. That's why I come on Sunday and Wednesday. <laughs> he was about to talk to God and got distracted. And that's why he forgot to ask him. Oh, okay. I wonder how many of us are distracted and we forget to ask God about it. Boy, God, you got to quit for a minute. I mean, lighten me up. Huh? How many of us go through life? And that goes another one. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, you said that you give me the keys to the kingdom. And I could bind everything on earth that was already bound in heaven. I bind every one of these to the seat. In Jesus' name. How many of you have made a decision, and it wasn't that you were just blatantly ignoring God, but you just got distracted? But look at the bling on my hand. It's so pretty. Got distracted as if it was the right one. It, not the right ring, the right man to put the ring on. I ain't going to throw you women out there because she's got to live with me and I don't want to be mad at her today either because I won't feed her if I get mad at her. I'm going to ask you women how many of you would probably uh, rethink it. 
<laughs> Boy, I love this church. They don't care. You can't, you can't come up here. You can't hide. <laughs> they just pull you right off the tree. But it's a good thing. It's never meant for harm or to hurt. Ever, 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 ever. Sometimes God's got to get your attention. And it might be the little things that get your attention. I mean, you ought to thank him for his grace. That he allowed the little thing. It's it's like having a splinter in your finger. At least the tree didn't fall on you and take you out. You just got the splinter. We ought to be gracious for the irritation, for the small cert. Uh oh. You who who? This light affliction is temporary. Oh, if you can endure. There is a much weightier glory. Don't you dare allow a temporary circumstance to affect an eternal habitation. It's not worth it. Stand on your feet. Don't you dare. Oh, look. Well, see, there's some moments, listen. I said, stand on your feet. And they was ready to get. <laughs> and then they thought about it. No, he called the last one out. You don't have to retreat if you get the master plan first. If you get direction, you don't have to worry about correction. Some people can't. Listen, there are some women in here I would rather go to fight for me than some of the men. Why? Because not everybody has the fortitude to do what I need done. There's some men in here that I'd rather have fight for me than the women. Why? Because some people don't have the fortitude to get done what needs to be done. Ain't got nothing to do about the, the sex. Ain't got nothing to do about that. It's got to do with this. There's a couple phone calls I'll make. See, I'll offend a bunch of you right now. There's a couple phone calls that I'll make, and it won't be you. It'd be a little old woman. (laughs) 
to just a little old woman. She says she's not little. I mean, she says she's not old. <laughs> you ain't free up in here, but you can't sit still. I get you. Some of you will never hear about any of it. First time I ever preached. I didn't call my mama. I didn't call my wife. I didn't even call on God. <laughs> well, maybe I did. Maybe I went, oh God, what did I do? Lisa! <laughs> I called my sister to pray. Why? Why? Because I know she'll grab, she'll grab that little army shovel boy and start digging foxholes with me. She always says, David works like a man. <laughs> thank, I thank God for you. <laughs> he built you to be what I needed. <laughs> Train them up. I did lose my place. I had to go back. We question God on why God's doing what God did. And God never said what you said he said. And we start wondering, why, God, why are you even bring us, why'd you even bring us over here to die? Why couldn't we have just, why couldn't you have just been content where you were? Uh-oh, this is where it starts getting a little tight. You might not want to leave this time. This is where it starts getting a little tight. Because what we will do in a lot of cases, we will try to go somewhere that God wants to take us, but in the interim, we find that the small battle was enough to cause us to retreat, which was enough to cause us to lose hope because it got bit on the backside. So now God wants you to go back. But you won't go. You say, I'm just content right here, God. I don't God, I don't want the gift of prophecy. I'm content right here. See, because right here I can I can go and eat hot dogs on a Saturday with everybody else and I can do this and I, I don't have to go and labor. And be lonely. And fight the enemy by myself sometimes. I just rather, I'd rather not have that gift. I, I'm okay with a little, sing a little song. Amazing grace. I, I'm okay with that. I'll just be content. And God's trying to put you in another place in your life. But because you chose to listen to popular vote the last time, it's caused doubt this time. God's wanting to move you through seasons. That's why, that's why he says there's seasons. He wants you to move through them. 
would you stop hanging out? I don't know what season you're in, but it's not your home. Pluck the fruit and move on. Because there's something else greater. He don't move you laterally. He moves you from faith to faith, glory to glory, increase upon increase. You begin to consider returning to where it all started. We, we talked about the complications of crossing the Jordan. Y'all remember? Y'all need to read that. Go back and read it again. Look at the complications. Study the Jordan. Understand what the Jordan... It wasn't just a little creek in the backyard. Okay, you had to go down a mountain through a raging flooded water and back up another side of a mountain. You were going to have fight and complication the whole way going to your promise. The whole way. Why in God's name would you want to return and go back down that mountain, back across the Jordan again, and back up the other side of the Jordan to get back to where it all started? Why? Why? We don't want responsibility. We don't want to be held accountable. We like it where we're at. Hannah, it's okay if I don't play a guitar. Till God says it is. Why are you content? Why are you okay with just coming to church on Sunday? Sometimes not, and still being content. Why are you content on giving God two days a week and being okay with that? And sometimes not. And being okay with that too. If you will seek God's face in the beginning, you won't have to fight all this stuff that we're talking about. How many of come on, how many of you got a word this morning that's actually hit you? I mean to let you know that by God, this it shouldn't happen like this, and I can't. Some of you somebody picked up their broken bags this morning during praise and worship. I got the picture. Take your thing. Look at this kitchen sink. It's supposed to be a pocketbook. Not a suitcase. That thing's heavy. What is your some of y'all have some heavy bags this morning? Come put your foot under it next time I drop it. You had 
some heavy bags this morning. And this is what I just seen. Some of you was picking a pocketbook up, picking up a bag. It only had one strap on it. The other one was broke. The other one didn't have straps on it. So you pick. this is what you've done in the spirit. Somebody chose this morning. They were going to take whatever they had, however they had to take it. Don't you dare put them down. You're going to get tired. Your arms going to hurt. Your hands going to hurt. You're gonna, if you're carrying them bags, your back's going to hurt. <laughs> Don't you dare put them down. Pick them up. You hold them. 